Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Blink on the podcast. We just three brothers today from East St. Louis, as we call the East Boogie. Just come to you talking a little thing about call sports. Today we have with me to uh, D Almighty Dorian Anthony Brown, the Wonder Mouse from Richmond, California. We have D Double O Z E. Antoine Williams from Florissant, Missouri. And of course, you have me, Rod D, right here in D, Detroit, Michigan. We're going to start like we always do because D want to do it. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're back. We're like, uh, like uh, Chris Berman, the fastest two minutes in sports. The fastest <laughs> two minutes in sports. Tell us what we talked about last yeah. week. Don't get us sued. I was just, I was just kidding, Boomer. I was just kidding. Um, so we talked about uh, in the NBA, we talked about a number of topics. We talked about the Raptor, the Raptors hiring Darko uh, Ragovic um, as their new head coach. Rajokovic. Uh, Rajokovic, sorry. Uh, <laughs> th- thank you for that, Mr. Hippocracy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, tomato, <laughs> tomato. <laughs> we talked about Zion Williamson and his um, his problems. Mm. Uh, maybe, maybe he's not having problems. Depends on how you look at it. Um, <laughs> We also talked about the NBA, the NBA draft, which we'll actually get into again um, about whether or not it was weak or strong. Uh, we're going to talk about Chris Paul because the trade did end up happening. Um, we talked about the Stanley Cup Finals once again. Gave a shout out to Vegas uh, for winning the Stanley Cup um, after six years of existence um, in NCAA football. Um, I think we'll get into a little bit of that today. There was some some major breaking news, which kind of comes with another topic. We talked about uh, Prime, whether you love him or hate him. But right now, we praying for praying for you, Coach Prime, uh, with the blood clots and and all that kind of stuff. We we certainly hope you are right. Um, we we need to have you around uh, for this college football season. We really we really do. Um, we talked about the XFL. Well, more football, I guess, if you consider we put the XFL and the NFL. We talked about the XFL, the financial woes of the league. Uh, the NFL, we talked about um, OTAs. Uh, we're going to talk again about some free agents. We're going to talk again about some other things that, that happened in the NFL uh, relevant to some stuff that was happening in the NBA. Uh, some more gambling. Uh, we'll get into I think there's some, uh, some other, some more gambling stuff that came out again. Um, and then we actually talked about tennis for a second, uh, talking about whether or not um, the Joker, as he as he's called uh, in tennis, Novak Djokovic. Um, whether he's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Uh, that was a nice little debate. Uh, we talked about horse racing, interestingly enough. Not necessarily the, the sport itself, but just the fact of all these horses that have been dying lately. Uh, and then we also got back into talking about uh, the Cardinals, as we usually end up talking about the Cardinals being terrible. But we didn't talk about them today, though. It's um, not to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last thing we talked about, well, not necessarily the last thing, but the last thing on the recap, uh, we talked about Angel Reese uh, and her appearance in the uh, Lotto video. Okay, D. Okay, D. All right. Uh, so, so today, we're going to have a good show today. We're going to have to get some, uh, get right down into it. Um, we're going to start off with the NBA. Because this past week, NBA, uh, well, last week, crowned their champion for the year in the form of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, they won the series four games and one against the Miami Heat. 
Joker, Joker, uh, Jokic was the the NBA's Joker. Was the M- NBA Finals MVP? Should have been uh, think, regular season MVP. Did he have? Yeah. Did he actually get a triple double? Did he average a triple double, or was it close? Mm. Uh, oh, you know, you got me on that one. Let me check. Yeah, I, I think I'm, it was I'm, close. I know it was close. I don't know if he actually got to the um, the triple double, but whatever the case was, the brother was balling. Um, so we want to congratulate Denver on their uh, win. Their first uh, first championship. We also want to talk about uh, real quick, John Morant, because mm. Commissioner did levy his uh, uh, suspension on Ja, and I just want to know what y'all thought about it. Uh, this is uh, Adam Silver gave him a twenty five game suspension. Uh, this is on top of the eight game suspension they gave him for the first incident. Um. Even though, you know, in those 25 games, he's going to lose $7.6 million. What do you think was the, was the, let's, let's just say this. Was the, um, the punishment fit the crime? Was the punishment, uh, did the punishment suit the crime, D? Um, if you consider it a crime, but go ahead. Yes. <laughs> right. I, I would say yes. Um, I, I thought uh, it would be half a season. I wouldn't have been surprised if it had been half a season. Um, I would have felt if it had been half a season, I would not have felt that was excessive at all. Um, at this point, he missing a third is, of the season, right? You know, with the with the 25 games or whatever. Um, so let's just hope that he learns from this. You know, that that that's all I can really say is, you know, I, I really hope that, that he learns from this. Um, so he can so he can move on, man. So he can really get back into playing basketball. Number one, if, if if that's the game that he loves, as you know, everybody always says, I get back to the game I love. You know, well, if that's what you truly love, then you'll do what's necessary in order to be able to play it. You know, f- forget the money at a certain point. Mm-hmm. At this point right now, it's about really um, trying to get yourself better. If you know if it's about mental health, then, hey, go ahead and do that. Get that together so you can come back and be on the court so we can see you on the court. We all want to see you on the court and not mixed up with this stupid stuff. And and hopefully, even more than that, this is a lesson for these younger people. And not even necessarily the younger cats that's coming into the league, but these young people that are out here and understanding um, you know, that, that all of your actions have consequences, right? And you really have to be wary of, of the kinds of things that you do because it could jeopardize other things that you're really trying to do. But, you know, hey, you know, everybody get caught up in the street life, man, or trying to get caught up in the street life. So mm-hmm. what about your dudes? What you think about it? Um, actually, um, I thought it, I thought it would be more as well. I thought it'd be um, half, uh, you know, being from the military. I, I wanted it, you know, I thought it'd be helpful to have a more uh, harsh punishment. You know, mm-hmm. to actually, so he could actually feel the consequences of his action, because right. you know, I I didn't think he's taking it serious. Still, don't you know? I don't know. I think a lot of it is immaturity, but I don't think he really took it serious. And the slap on the wrist, I think, helped, uh, hurt more than helped the first time. Right. So you know, I thought you know, but like I said, I, I I hate to see something bad happen to anybody. So you know, I'm you know hope hopeful that he'll uh, you know use the 25 games to get himself right. You know, get his mind right. And come back uh, prepared, uh, like Dorian was saying. Uh, I mean, it 
it sends a bad message to his uh, fans and followers. You know, here in St. Louis, they had on the news today, it was like uh, four or five kids. Look like they were like 14, 15, and they're posing with uh, guns, with uh, extended clips or whatever. And it was a big shooting. And all their faces looked like the faces from the kids that did the shooting last weekend downtown St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they asked the public if they know the, you know, if they recognize these people and call in or whatever. But right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's affecting our youth. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I think it's a more of an immaturity thing, but, you know, he needs to understand that, uh, you know, he's a, you know, a public figure and, and he's a hero to a lot of, a lot of uh, youth and he mm -hmm. needs to carry himself, you know, uh, you know, accordingly, <laughs> accordingly, carry himself as such, you know, as a, a role model. Mm -hmm. So one of Charles Barkley's famous uh, sayings was, he's no role model. Man, bro, we was both thinking mm -hmm. the same thing. Yep. <laughs> but, but, the but you thing are is, by default. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I don't care. If you can claim you're not a role model, but you are. Yeah, Because these kids are looking up to you because, well, first off, they see you on TV every day. That's the first thing. Second thing, with social media, they see you on their phones every day. So uh, you're a role model, whether you want to be or not. Yeah, they're buying and, your shoes. And, you know, jerseys. The, the, buying your shoes, buying your jersey, buying your your, your drinks. Well, when he had the thing with, uh, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> uh, Gatorade or what have you. But um, he's a role model, whether he likes mm -hmm. it or not. And with this big fat contract that you got comes Ooh. responsibilities. Now, you can claim, hey, man, I want to live my life, blah, blah, blah. But you can't. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the trade off. You got the you got the money. Now you need to act like uh, the the way that, you, that that will benefit our, our franchise and this league. So I'm with you on both of y'all. I, I hope mm -hmm. that these 25 games um, will allow him to you know look within himself and realize that, you know what? Yeah. You know, I can still have my fun, but I don't need to you know. Glorifying gunplay is just not that's not where I need to go. That's not what I want to do. And he knows it. He, he just, you know, one of those things. But there does there, there comes a point where you got to stop saying, you know, he's immature. Yeah, he's 23 mm -hmm. years old. At 23, yeah. you can vote. <laughs> you, oh, yeah. can do, you can go to war. You can do a whole lot of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, you're not a little kid anymore. You're not 18, 19 years old. Yeah. You're 23 and years old. And you're in a grown man league. This is a grown, a grown man, man league. You're getting league. paid handsomely. Getting paid <laughs> like a grown man, you know. <laughs> Although his contract did go down quite a bit because he didn't, you know, make those incentives. But that's right. neither here nor there. Hmm. But he needs to understand that hey, you know, you're a role model, whether you like it or not, and you need to present yourself uh, as one. Um, yeah. I, as far as the suspension, I still think it was a little too light. But I mean, I'll roll with it, and I understood. I understood why he went with twenty-five games because mm -hmm. technically, he didn't do anything wrong. The mm -hmm. He didn't commit time, a crime. The first time, you know, he was in a club with a gun. That right. that's different, right? Mm -hmm. This time, he was in his car and you no know, flipped up a gun. All right, it mm -hmm. technically is not illegal, so I understood why he went with the twenty-five versus the more harsh. Like we were talking about half the season. Oh yeah, and right. then we also have to factor in the part about it where the league actually needs him. You know, mm -hmm. he, he puts the butts in the seats <laughs> right. uh, for the right. Memphis, you know, team, and, and whenever he goes to. So that's you know we got to factor that part into it too. You know, so 
You say half the season, and then you put that part in there, and it takes it down about 25 games. Yeah, yeah that's that's the thing. <laughs> Memphis needs him <laughs> to to try to win this championship. Um, oh yeah. Sure. So you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pivot from that because Memphis did something. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's just go ahead and put all our NBA topics together. Um, right. Also, this week we had the NBA oh, and, draft, and, and Djokovic averaged 30, 14, and seven assists and one point four steals in the uh, in the finals. Okay, so sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. He, he said Ooh. thirty and fourteen. 30, 14, 7, and one point and one point almost one and a half steals. Yeah, Joker was balling. Joker was balling. Yeah, yeah. Definitely deserving. Definitely deserving. Yeah. Since we talked about all him. Right. Real quick. We, we talked about it, so that's why I went on the stats. So all right. Yeah, before I go back, before I go to the NBA draft, let me, let me ask you this question right quick. Um <laughs> it's actually pertaining to the draft. Uh, but I heard the, earlier today the question was if uh San Antonio received a phone call from Denver offering Joker <laughs> for the number one pick. Would you do it? No. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> but why not, though? New this is supposed to be a transitional player. Uh, we're talking about um, uh, Wimben Yama. He's supposed to be this, this transitional player. He's supposed to be the greatest player since LeBron. <laughs> so, so you Ralph wouldn't trade again? <laughs> so was Ralph Sampson. Exactly. <laughs> what is that bird in the hand? Uh, beast two in the bush. <laughs> Go with the one you know. Go with the one you know. Joke is the man right now. <laughs> but what's funny. And a, and, a, and a championship ring on one finger is and, worth more. And two MVPs. Than, right, is yeah. worth more than a, than a rookie coming into the league. Yeah. And two with, MVPs. With, what, with a neck finger. Funny, <laughs> what was funny is that most people were saying, most neck people were saying uh, yes. I mean, I'm sorry. Go back. Um most people were saying they're going to keep Wimbenyama. They didn't want to trade for for Joker. So I found it to be I found it to be rather interesting. Um, I wouldn't do it. If, I'm if, keep, if they had a franchise and they had money on the line, I think their answer would be a lot different. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping Joker. Uh, I mean, Joker's only twenty what twenty seven years old. It ain't like he's old. I think 28. I think he's 28. Whatever the case, that he's, yeah. he's playing. Oh, he's but still the way he play, he can play for a while because he's yeah. not using you know superb he ain't athleticism. Jumping, he's jumping yeah. Right. Yep. He jump about as high as you do. Ah, you got jokes. Uh <laughs> let's get to let's get to the NBA draft. Dude, to move along, huh? Oh, yeah, we're gonna move, we're gonna move on after that one. Uh but Dino, I still cross him up. So <laughs> the number one pick. Don't talk about that. Right there. The number one pick in the draft was uh, Victor Wembanyama. He went to San Antonio as as expected, uh, even though they stole that pick from from the Pistons. That's neither here nor there. Um, but then the the the, <laughs> the intrigue started at number two. Mm. Charlotte had number two, and they went with Brandon Miller. So now, if you from if you look at the team, Brandon Miller was the best pick. He fit the team. He, he was what they needed at that particular spot. But the funny thing about it, the fans were booing the mess out of that pick. The fans of, uh, of uh, Charlotte were booing, booing the mess out of that pick because they wanted Scoot Henderson. So, D, dudes, mm-hmm. what do you think? Was, was Brandon Miller the best pick or should they have went ahead and went with Scoot? 
Well, initially I was saying Brandon Miller, but the more I thought about it and, you know, you know, because I was saying beforehand, you know, that uh, I thought Scoot was, you know, one of the better players. Uh, but uh, one thing I can say is I did not envy uh, Charlotte <laughs> having to make that choice because, you know, we know from experience, uh, you know, with the Michael Jordan situation when he came out, it seems it seems like, you know, using history as a, uh, you know, as a uh, what you call it, as a point of, uh, point of reference using mm-hmm. history. Uh, it seems like going with the best possible player is probably the best move. But, you know, they do have uh, LaMelo Ball. They have Ter- Terry Rozier. So they didn't really need Scoop. So I, I believe Brandon Miller was the best choice. But, man, Scoot is, you know, his talent. I, I, I see I see a Russell Westbrook type talent in him. But, but see, to me, it was a no-brainer to get Brandon Miller. I, I, okay, I thought, again, this is my opinion. I heard somebody say this, and I thought this was the dumbest thing that I had heard anybody say <laughs> on the radio. They said, well, you know, it came down to, you know, what a team need versus the best player available. And whenever you have a team need versus the best player available, you go with the best player available. What? <laughs> If this was what I need, I'm going to go get what I need because I'm trying to win. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if this is what I need, again, mm-hmm. if, if if it's not something that I really feel like I need or if I'm just at one of those places where I just really just need to take the best player available, then, yeah, you take the best player available if you understand what I'm saying. But I'm going to tell, tell you what, 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 what scared me about it, G, what scared uh-huh. me about it was because, you know, Michael Jordan's at Charlotte, and so it makes you think about, you know, Portland didn't need Michael Jordan because they had Clyde Drexler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that kind of shook me up. I was like, well, do, do I want to go with Scoop? Because, you know, I feel like Scoop's the more talented player. But, yeah, I, I think Brandon Miller fits, you know, because I, I watched a lot of Charlotte. Brandon, Brandon I, Miller I, I, Exactly. Like, I know you watch a lot of Charlotte. Yeah. 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 But see. Yeah, based based on the for, team. Go ahead, but this. even for the Well, I'm, I'm just saying even to go back in history. Mm-hmm. The team need, when you think about Portland. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody who says that now is looking at this in retrospect. Exactly. No, there was nobody that was saying that then that they should have mm-hmm. took Michael Jordan over Sam Bowie because mm-hmm. they knew that what from what Sam Bowie was at Kentucky, college. Mm-hmm. right? What he was in Kentucky, he was going to come to Portland and make them a contender. Mm-hmm. And, and then and what Michael was, Jordan was in North Carolina, he wasn't, yes. you know, that he wasn't Michael Jordan. He wasn't like, nobody knew he was going to be Michael <laughs> Jordan. So, so again, I still go with player need and, and they, mm-hmm. they needed Brandon Miller from yeah. what has happened for them the past couple of years. He, he's a need for them and a good player. So my yeah, bad, right? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, especially right? losing Miles Bridges as well, you know. Exactly. 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 That, gap. exactly. So that, that was my point right there, dudes. The fact mm-hmm. that Miles Bridges wasn't there. Um, getting they already have a um a point guard, uh, and they have another guard that can actually shoot also. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's the boy name that came from Boston? You know what I'm talking about? Rozier. Rozier. Terry Rozier. Yeah. You yeah. talking about the, the the small forward? You said what? You talking about? Talking about Rozier? For, uh, no, no, yeah, Terry Rozier. Talking Terry Rozier. Okay. So, yeah. Um, drafting Scoot would have been um just a duplicate of what they already had. And Scoot needs the ball because Scoot can't shoot. So he's going to have the ball in his hand, but that's what LaMelo does. LaMelo has to have the ball. So that was going to be the problem. 
So that's why Brandon Miller would, was the best choice for them. And it, the, the thing is, what's funny is Brandon Miller was always considered the number two player in the in the draft anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of a sudden, now it's a it's a horrible pick. Um, but for, for, for like I said, what y'all just repeat what y'all said for what Charlotte needed. Brandon Miller was the best. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, those all those fans that were booing him going to be the same fans that are cheering him when, you know, he's in a, the the first team all rookie because he has that talent. Uh, yeah, uh, we wanted the, the Pistons to trade up to try to get him. But um, now Scoop going to Portland, that's the next the next pick. Mm-hmm. Scoop number three went to Portland, which, <laughs> which is going to cause a problem now because – their superstar point guard, Dame Lillard, didn't want them to use the draft pick. They wanted, He wanted them to trade that pick to get some veterans because he want to win right now. He's, what, 31, 32? Oh, uh, 32? Yeah, I think he's 32. Yeah, so, 33. You know, Dame is looking at – Dame has been faithful to Portland. He hasn't yeah. requested a trade. He uh, was trying to get them to, to build a team around him. He wanted to – he wanted to be the one that, that brought people to him versus him leaving, going somewhere else. About I, think, I think Portland is going to test that right now mm-hmm. because they did go ahead and they drafted Scoop, who happens to be a point guard. <laughs> 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 so, again, that, that can't shoot. Mm-hmm. But he's athletic. I mean, he has all the athleticism ever. Like you said, he's like mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Portland has a decision to make. D, are you trading uh, Dame, or are you gonna try to try to no. uh, play Satan and, and and get some vets in? No, I, okay. I said this, and and I feel I feel I wish, kind of wish we had, we had done this on draft night, so I wouldn't feel like I'm repeating what I heard the pundits say, but. Uh, in you know conversations that that we've had, you know, uh, I, I said if if they draft Scoop, mm-hmm. it's bye bye Dame Lillard because they're the exact same player, the exact mm-hmm. same height. If you try to play both of them now, Dame can play off the ball. Yes, yeah. Only difference to, is Dame can shoot. Yeah, yeah. From but if you try to play both of them at the same time, who gonna play defense? And then you also got uh, Simons. Simons, Simons, and that's Simons the problem. He's a handful. He could play. That's the two. problem. You, you yeah. got Simon on there too. We got three guys that play similar games, and all of them six two, and all yeah. of them six two. So you you have nobody to be able to guard six six five six seven six seven six six. You know that that kind of thing. So they're the, they're the exact same player, and you don't draft him at number three to mm-hmm. come now be the be the point guard to lead your second unit be the backup yep be the backup you don't you you draft him to come start so it said to me right there that portland was on a rebuild and and so so now it's time to see if i if i can package dame but really i'm trying to package dame for uh well we got a new cba so i'm packaging him trying to get rid of salary i'm i'm packaging him uh to get some draft picks i want some draft capital and i want some expiring contracts Okay, so who who do you foresee? So here's let me go back to this. So today, <laughs> you know, social media is just <laughs> you, you can you can get all, all, every everybody's thoughts off of social media. 
Right. So, to, so today, um, Dame did a, a IG post, yeah, and in the background, he was playing Will Smith. Welcome to Miami. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> so uh, now he still hadn't requested a trade, but that's what he got in the background. So then, um, Jimmy yeah. Butler, Jimmy <laughs> Butler did an IG post, and Jimmy Butler had Dame's song played in the background, <laughs> saying "Welcome." <laughs> Trying to trying to get that no get Dame a hint. Come on down here to Miami. <laughs> what would what would Miami look like with Dame? What do they got to give up? Okay, you got to give up. Well, you got to give up some first round draft picks. Yeah, but, they know they're gonna get picks up, so. but it, it don't matter. Yeah, uh, they're gonna be toward the end anyway, so they almost like second round picks. Because mm-hmm. if I'm getting Dame, we gonna we win it. Um, I think if if you if I'm if I'm Dame, if I'm trying to get Dame, Duncan Robinson, yeah, Tyler Hero, uh, and some draft picks. That that that's the that's the that's the, and and and, I, and I'm probably also trying to get a big. Mm-hmm. I think they're not, they not giving up Dame though. Don't lie, no, no, Larry. No, got no, a, I'm saying, I'm saying Miami. I'm talking about Miami needs. Yeah, don't Larry. Larry has a nice contract. You might be able to get Ooh. get up. Get up. Kyle Lowry, I think he got a nice contract. I think you can get off get off his contract. But but if anybody, yeah, yeah, if I'm okay, if I'm Portland, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, if I'm Portland, yeah. I'm I'm taking I'm taking I take Lowry. But is that yeah. enough though? I'm, Kyle Lowry is is at best ten points a game now. But, yeah, yeah, what we said. We talking about his money, his contract. About his money. He got and, a lot. But, of, yeah, but it don't matter contract. if I'm Portland. If I'm Portland, I'm taking him because now he's there. He gonna school scoop. That's gonna that's gonna be his mentor or whatever. And I think Larry might be in the last year of that contract too. That big contract he had. Let's see. Um, yeah, but again, I, I hear you in, in the contract wise, but I don't see the talent. You didn't give me no talent. You already said you already said I'm getting low first round draft picks, right? Where is it? Well, he said hero. Want... Hero is valuable to Miami because they really, you know, they don't. Well, they don't want to get rid of him. You'd so have that... to give up hero. That he had yeah. to go first. Yeah, yeah I mean, hero. They, that's Robinson. They go. Ta- I, I ain't taking Duncan Robinson. If I'm Portland, I'm not taking Duncan Robinson. I, I think actually he'll be valuable to them because they could use a shooter. But yeah, but that contract. That, yeah. that contract he got, man. That, that's well, if, yeah. if you're going into a rebuild, I don't want a, a 25 million dollar. Okay, but uh, but hold, string, uh, shooter. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue with Kyle Lowry. I, if Kyle Lowry has a uh, has an expiring contract, okay, cool. Yeah, I think I, he does. I, I can I can roll with that. Now, but, Duncan Robinson, Duncan Robinson doesn't becomes an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty six. Ooh, so he still got three more years. And yeah, yeah, he just got that. Mm. Ooh, and he's at what twenty million a year, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is he? Kyle Lowry signed eighty-five million dollar eighty-five million dollar contract with the Raptors in. I don't say what year then. Uh, said he get he get he'll get paid 29.6 million in twenty-three twenty-four. So that's next year. We got one more year. Mm-hmm. One more year, yeah. Okay, so that's a twenty-nine million dollar expiring contract. That's valuable. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's valuable. Because I think Dame is what at 50 or yeah. pretty close. To 50? I think so. Yeah. 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 So that, that, that you'd have to have him and Hero. So Larry and Hero. And then I, you got to give me at least three first round picks. 
in the okay. couple of spot. You know, I, I, again, I, I, I will I will go with that. I will go with that. Yeah. Um, okay, but you ain't like I said. <laughs> you you put Duncan Robinson out there. I ain't taking Duncan Robinson. That that, that <laughs> defeats my whole purpose. Uh, I won't be taking Duncan Robinson, but I'll take I'll take Hero because Hero can actually play. Mm-hmm. In, in, mm-hmm. You know, um, you got Scoop. Actually, he's what I think Hero is what six five. Yeah. Yeah, I think he yeah, is. So he, you know, he's he's a much bigger guard. So now, um, uh, you know, you got a little size in the backcourt. So I can roll with that. I can roll with that. And I think that's I'm I'm pretty sure that's where Dane wants to go. And I'm pretty sure Portland is going to try as best they can to, mm-hmm. um, you know, give give Dane what he wants because of how you know how long he's been there and how much he means to him, so on and so forth. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you know, it's still a business. So if yeah, somebody comes, like, I'm gonna give you five first round draft picks and Zion Williamson, <laughs> New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? So uh, they gonna try as best they can. I made a joke there. I caught myself. I almost made a joke. <laughs> so so uh, sorry, so sorry. All right. So <laughs> the next thing that happened in the draft, we're still in the draft. You had. Uh, four and five go that made history. The twins, uh, the, the twins, the Thompson twins. Thompson twins. Uh, a man in a sword. What's the song? By the hold twins. me now. Oh, oh hold oh, <laughs> Stay with me. Why don't you stay right. with me? That loving song. All right, all right, all right, y'all going, you getting off. Okay. <laughs> we went back. We was in the 80s, boy. We went there. You know, hey, I like that. I like that uh that little falsetto right there. It was up nice. Like, yeah, I've been practicing. <laughs> I've been I've been I've been trying to uh I've I've been trying to sing Durian's parts. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. Um, but you had the twins go four and five. Um yeah. uh, the good. highest twins have been drafted. It's not the first time twins have been drafted back to back. Uh, that was actually the Morris twins. They got drafted back to back, but they were much lower. I think they were second yeah, round. Yeah. yeah, much lower. Yeah. Um, but this is this is the first time two twins have been drafted back to back in the lottery. So there's a lot, you know. There's a lot of, you know. That's one of those things. Oh, this is the first. Uh, <laughs> you can make it the first anything. <laughs> you know, first time twins been drafted in the in the, in the top ten, the top yeah. five. Back, the, next generation, the next generation stats is the first time two six nine twins have been drafted <laughs> that were two minutes apart at birth <laughs> on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So yeah, but um, the the most the interesting thing was the Pistons selection of mm. Asur Asur Thompson. Now the Pistons have Kate Cunningham that's coming back from injury. They have uh, Jaden Ivey that is uh, had a pretty good rookie rookie season. He still needs to learn how to play defense, but he had a pretty decent rookie mm-hmm. season. Um, but they have no shooters whatsoever. <laughs> I'm sorry, correction. We have they have one shooter, and that's uh, Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah, he's he's the only one on the team that can shoot over 35 percent from three. And you draft the one player. As talented as he is, they can't shoot. They can't shoot. What? I I, I I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Um, 
there was a need. There was a, a player that was there that filled a need for him that could actually shoot and is a hell of a player. And that was Hendricks out of uh, UCF. Uh, UCF. UCF. Central Florida. Taylor Hendricks is a baller. Six, nine and a half, can shoot the three at 40%, rebounds, plays defense, does it all. But because you got 15 other bigs, <laughs> you decide not to go out to him. But those 15 other bigs you have can't shoot, don't rebound, don't do nothing. Mm. So um, you would have you been able to get a guy that's 6'9", that can play the three or the four, and you need a three. He can play the three or the four um, and play defense and shoot. I was highly upset that they did not draft Taylor Hendricks. Um, I thought he was a much better uh, fit for them. I thought he was a much better player. Um, the the only the issue I have with the Thompson Twins is their level of competition. Yeah, I was so looking at that myself. <laughs> they played against the um, they played in the 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 uh, overtime elite or whatever, which is basically just you know high school All kids that didn't go to college, school. right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, they're not and they're not high high ranking high school kids that didn't go to college. They're just enough kids to fill the roster so they can play some games. Mm-hmm. So the level of competition wasn't there. Yeah, it, it doesn't do any good to dominate <laughs> the junior varsity. What you gonna mm-hmm. do against these pros? So that was my that was my issue with them. And saying that you playing against this JV squad and you still can't shoot. How is it you can't score? <laughs> you know, against mm-hmm. these JV people. So that's my issue with with the Pistons draft the pick. Um. I was thoroughly confused by that. Um, stand on the Pistons, they did come right back into the second, uh, the second part of the, uh, the second half of the draft. They traded with your boys, dudes, mm-hmm. and got um, another first round pick and pick uh, Sasser out of Houston, the sh- the point guard out of Houston, mm-hmm. who is another player that doesn't really have a, a high <laughs> shooting percentage, but he's good on defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, he can score. He's a scorer. He, he's not a shooter. He's a straight scorer. But he's 6'2". So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know how much you're going to get out of him. There were still other players that they could have gotten. Um, the the only issue, the issue was uh, the day of the draft, Detroit's GM got on the news, got on the radio, and said, he doesn't. He doesn't shoot for for singles. He's he want, He's a long ball hitter, so he he's looking for the long ball. And then you go get a a project in a sewer Thompson. Made no absolutely no sense. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Hopefully, there's some other stuff that he's gonna do during the trade. Yeah, maybe he got a, a deal brewing or something. Yeah, maybe he got something going. So you got to hold. You know, for the most of you got to hold. Got a whole serve. Um, but he better show something real quick. Otherwise, he's gonna be some very upset people here in Detroit. Um, <laughs> but you know something that something you said brings up another question that I had, or maybe not another question, a concern. Okay. Right. Um, you were talking about the level of competition in, in talking about uh the Thompson twins or whatever. But it's something that I noticed uh as somebody that we've been following college basketball, you know, for a long time and pro basketball for a long time since we were kids. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that man, I didn't know a whole lot of these players. <laughs> 
Me neither. I remember when we started, you know, uh, when the when the when the European players kind of started getting drafted, and we were all kind of like, okay, well, who is this? Mm-hmm. Well, who is that? Who who is this guy? But yeah. now you got people. You think about the fact that out of the first top, out of the top five wow. draft picks, only mm-hmm. one of them went to college. college basketball, and that was right? for one year. And then out of the top seven, only two of them played college basketball, right? So it, it what, what's happening here? Are, are we starting to have a situation like college baseball? Is is kind of college basketball kind of starting to go the way of the dodo because of that, that dumb idea that all of a sudden an, I'd rather have a 19-year-old player than a 22-year-old player when it used to be the exact opposite? They wanted they wanted the players that had been in college until they were in their twenties. They thought they were going to be more mature and so on and so forth. And now we've gotten to the point where now, if if you're 22, you're too old. We want you at 18 and 19. Um, you know now to come into the league. And so now they they're not even going to college. Mm-hmm. They're like, why, why do the one and done in college when I can go get paid to play? And then end up getting drafted. So now we, we're getting to this point where we're gonna have to do some real in-depth research and study to know who these players are that are that are coming to the league because they're not showing. I'm not. I'm not haven't been able to see any of these G League games. What was what was real funny, D? In the draft, uh, I noticed there. I think it was like two players in the whole first round that actually had two years of college. In the whole first round. So uh, and and what what you got in the, th- in the second round were your players that played four years of college, <laughs> mm-hmm. four years of college ball. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. So, uh, right, it, it has completely flip flopped. And then, like like we talk about all the time, I mean, pretty much the consensus three best players in the NBA are foreigners: Joker, yeah. Giannis, and uh, MB. Right, right. Well, all the college players, the college players that got all of the the press and that we consider good college players, well, people like Drew Timmy, he didn't get drafted from Gonzaga. He went completely undrafted. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy, you know, how how this is what this is turning into. Tim, Timmy had some other issues, man. He he <laughs> he he measured a lot smaller than you thought he was. Oh, he's seven instead of sixteen. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, you know, and he's slow. It <laughs> can't really jump. Not athletic. So I can, I can, I understand. Now he'll, he'll get picked up. He'll play during the summer league and be on somebody's roster next year. Um, but that's just one of the ones that, that have to hit the pause button, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, dudes. Ugh. I cut it. <laughs> I cut it. Look, I still got my headphones though, so I can still hear the conversation. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <sighs> All right. That was uh, yeah. Action. <laughs> we want to welcome dudes back <laughs> from the depths of the abyss. <laughs> so, uh, we just finished talking about the uh, the, the drafts. Um, what we want to talk about real quick is. Who do you think did well in the draft, and who do you think didn't do so well in the draft? D? Well, this goes back to my point. What's the point? I don't know who none of these cats are. <laughs> so, it looked like a bunch of 14 and 15-year-olds. Right. So it's like, honestly, don't know. Um, I don't. I think it's really difficult 
right now to say who won and and who lost. I think because honestly, after the top two, you can definitely say the Spurs won for what we know. Yeah. Charlotte, from what we think, I have have thought about. Um, from what we we thought about. Uh, um, Brandon Miller, uh, Brandon Brandon Miller. I don't know why I was having a brain fart. Uh, what we thought about Brandon Miller all year, even when we were talking about the um, NCAA tournament, we talked about how Bama was going to be good because of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've known about Scoot, you know, but other than that, who did we? Re- I can't, I can't, I can't speak for y'all, mm-hmm. but I didn't really know about any of them. The players I thought would be good, like a Marcus Sasser, who we talked about in the NCAA tournament. Look how far down he went. Other other players. Um, so for me, it's really hard to say who won and lost other than the first the first three. After the first three, I'm I'm really at a loss. Yeah. I, I have pretty, no idea. That's that's pretty much the consensus. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think uh, I think uh, like you said, uh Charlotte, you know, um that situation depends on uh like I, I think the coaching because Last year, I think they didn't have any direction. They were uh-huh. like all over the place. You know, it was like everybody just jacking up threes. And, and you know, I, I actually liked the players on Charlotte. Right. But, you know, it seemed like everybody was just jacking up threes. There was no rhyme or, you know, for no rhyme or reason. And uh, it seemed like to be no strategy involved. So, uh, I mean, if you get a coach in there and actually give them some direction and, uh, and actually, you know, defines the roles that the players have, then I blink, I believe, uh, Brandon Miller fit in perfectly with Charlotte. Scoop depends on uh, what what you know um, ownership decides they want to do with uh, Dame Lillard. You know, if they got Scoop in order to make you know other moves, and you know, then I can understand that. But if they're mm-hmm. trying to pair him with Dame, then I I don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. right. So mine mine um, well I, I've told y'all my frustration with the with the Pistons. Uh, <laughs> And I'm not even a Piston fan. I just follow the Piston. I'm a Knicks fan, but we didn't even participate yesterday. So <laughs> I know you're really frustrated. Then. <laughs> it didn't even matter. We, we didn't. We didn't participate. Um, but I, the, there was one team that I was like kind of confused about, and that was the Orlando Magic. Um, yeah. Orlando had two two draft picks in the first round. Um, they had number seven. No, I'm sorry, number six. Uh, they had the six pick, and where's the other one? Uh, where's Orlando? Um, where and eleven pick, six and eleven, six and eleven. So you would think they would get you know two very good you know good players or whatever to go along because Orlando actually has a pretty decent team. Mm-hmm. They were balling last year at the end of the season. Um, they were albeit young, team. but yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all young. It was up and coming team. You would think that they would try to, you know, package those those draft picks and try to get get a you know a nice veteran to improve their team so they can go ahead and actually go to the playoffs and try to win win some playoff games. But they decided to keep the picks and they drafted uh, a six seven point guard out of Arkansas, Anthony Black, who, um, he only thing I can say about it, he's six seven. And your point, uh, I, I don't really, you know, I, I watched Arkansas a little bit. I knew more of um what's his name? Nick Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick Smith than, than Anthony Black. Um, 
but again, it goes back to that what D was talking about. Man, don't we all know these folks? But the one player I do know that they drafted was Jet Howard out of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Jet Howard, he's Jawan's six eight. Jawan's boy. He's six eight. All he does is shoot. He doesn't play any defense. He doesn't try to rebound a ball at six eight. He doesn't, doesn't do none of that. He shoots a lot, but he don't hit. He's only shooting like 35% from three. That's not what the a number 11 draft pick should be. Um, and then where, where is he going to play? Orlando. Especially a young they, team with a lot of shooters. <laughs> a, lot, a young team with a lot of shooters. But they, they, they already have, they got uh, Jalen Suggs. They got. Um, Cole Anthony. Uh, they got Mark Markel Foltz. You got all these other guards. And then you drafted another guard at number six. And come back with another guard at number eleven. And and the guards that they have, those are scoring guards, by the way. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, I was I was highly confused by Orlando. What it was? Oh, excuse me. What what their direction? Um, which direction they're trying to go with this? Um, and uh, of course, you know, I'm mad my Knicks didn't try to trade back up and get it. Get here's the thing: it would cost <laughs> four million dollars to buy. A first, a low first round draft pick. Buy it. You got the money. Buy it. <laughs> Give us some players. <laughs> Give me somebody, man. Do something. Make me, make it, feel, make me feel like you actually trying. Hey, dude, hit, hit that sound effect again for the pack. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. The you gotta see this. I'm, I'm here like this. Just twiddling my thumbs, twiddling my thumbs. We ain't doing nothing. We ain't doing nothing. Didn't make any trades. We had all, all, all these high hopes for all these trades to come down. They didn't do jack. So I'm disappointed. I'm in my knees. They didn't even have any pick. You got to stop it. Dean's going to keep going. You got to stop it. Dean's going to keep going. But he said he wasn't going to talk about the Knicks. No, I said we're going to talk about the Cardinals. When he, when he get upset, it's going to come out anyway. I just said I wasn't going to talk about the Cardinals. He can't help it. <laughs> so uh, they got to do something, man. Because we, we, look, man, we 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 got to the second round of the playoffs with smoke and mirrors. <laughs> we need an actual team that can compete. But I'll save that for the for uh, when free agency starts. Uh, another thing that happened in the draft, and it's the last part for the draft, and that's these <laughs> ugly ass unif- wardrobes. <laughs> That these players is wearing. That's a, that's not a bruh. What is I don't it's getting worse and worse. Now hold up before I say that. The twins was clean. Yes, they were. Yes, they the were. The twins was clean. Yeah. Both the, those suits that they had on that cream and the blue was nice. Maybe we just conservative. And oh Brandon but, Miller was, was nice too. His, his yeah, Brandon, was Miller nice. was Brandon Miller was nice. But Scoot come out looking like the rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> And then Grady Dick come out looking Whoa. like came oh. out looking like he, he was a member of Devo back in the eighties. The the old rock group playing electronic music uh, uh, uh. with that with that sequin with shoulder pads. I thought he was a pimp. And what was it? Was it a mock tee? Was it a turtleneck? Oh, something like that, man. From Ford Wide. <laughs> man, that, hey, Grady Dick, Grady Dick's uniform. Uh, uniform. His outfit was. <laughs> The worst thing I've seen since Jalen. Um, 
It was horrible. It, but he wasn't the only one. You know, everybody come out there. No socks with the pants. They come up to the knees. The one guy didn't have on a shirt. No shirt. He just had on, he just had on the suit. No shirt. It's, it's just it's getting worse. It's, it's getting worse. And everybody got a 15-inch uh, necklace. Mm-hmm. With and you didn't, you, didn't your, you didn't get your first check yet. But you're going to go out there and spend $250,000 on a necklace. You ain't got your first check yet. The best thing ever <laughs> was Eli Apple's mother. Yep. When he went to the draft and he was about to have on a Rolex, and she told him, oh, no, you will not. She said, you are an unemployed college dropout. <laughs> <laughs> You you will not go up there in a Rolex and a twenty thousand dollar chain, and you you are unemployed college dropout. I was like, all right, amen, amen, yes, ma'am, yes, yes. But the fashion, the fashion, uh, yes, man, that was out of hand, man. It's getting out of hand. That, that I was blame, it, blame it on James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they fit right I, into the league with the rest of the. Uh, uh, crazy. Hey, don't forget about uh, the clown suits. Don't forget about Kyle Kuzma now. Hmm. <laughs> Listen, I don't even want to talk about Kyle Kuzma. You, you got to put Kyle Kuzma in there too now. He, hey, he, he, he again back to John. You know, y'all role models, man. <laughs> role models. <laughs> y'all, y'all, you're making it. That ain't that ain't acceptable. You're right. Nobody is horrible. All right. Um, one more NBA topic. We had some monster trades this week. Uh, it started off with Washington trading Bradley Bill to Phoenix for a package that included Chris Paul, um, like four second round picks and some pick swaps. Uh, and I think it was another player or, or so, whatever. Anyway, but they traded uh, Bradley Bill. So now Phoenix has. Four players that make over $35 million and no bench. Mm. <laughs> no other players on the roster right now. <laughs> so they got to figure, figure out how they're going to feel the team. Box and none. <laughs> they they got to figure out how they're going to feel the team. They got a uh, camera pain over there. They got, right. they got well, three great players and and a, and a DeAndre Ayton. So, yeah, camera pain is the guy that walked in and said, I got Knicks. There's well, nobody else sitting waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Cam, Cam gonna be the, the starting point by default. But hey, let, let him go. But um, but Washington didn't stop there. Washington then traded Chris Paul mm-hmm. to of all teams, the Golden State Warriors. The uh, and they got um, what's the brickhead name? Wow. Um. Uh, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. They got Jordan Poole, uh, a first-round draft pick, and a second-round draft pick. Now, why <laughs> why they got to give up Poole and picks for Chris Paul, I don't know. But it was hey, it was some crazy stuff going on. Um, but that they did get that. And then the other trade, and we're going to go back and talk about all these, all these trades. We'll just put them all out there. The other trade was the green folks – in the city that we don't like that but but traded, love <laughs> <laughs> that traded their starting point Marcus Smart uh to Memphis Memphis traded um Tyus Jones is it Tyus Tyus Jones yeah, yeah. Tyus Jones. they traded Tyus Jones to uh Washington 
And then Washington did a sign, uh, traded Christoph Porzingis, who opted into his contract, to the Boston Celtics. So let me ask y'all this question. Which team helped themselves out the most? You got Boston. Look, we weren't ready for that question. (laughs) You got Phoenix. That's a good one. You got Washington. And you got um, Memphis. So who helped themselves out the most? If we aside aside from <laughs> not having anybody else to come in off the bench, yeah. Aside from that, which, which aside team? from aside from no 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 you got you have to include that though, D. But but you I'm saying that. aside from well, I'm saying if they could just play five players the entire <laughs> season, like we like we had to with me, you, Bo, Binky, and Fatty, <laughs> six foot under league. If they had to do that. Phoenix, <laughs> but we know that they can't do that. Yeah. Um, I, I think, to be honest with you, I think that it, it's Memphis. Mm-hmm. I think, I think with Ja, with not being a not going to be there for twenty five games, with they already saying that they not bringing back Dylan Brooks, who was supposed to be their defense, their defensive stopper. Mm-hmm. Now you got a def- that defensive guy. But you also got the guy who can make up, not totally make up, but basically he can get there and kind of stabilize the team essentially in Jai's absence. I, so I think I, I think that Memphis did themselves the better. I don't think, I, I really don't think Porzingis, unless he can keep from getting hurt, we, we, we need to come up with our all-injured team. But uh, unless he can keep from getting hurt, now, if he if he plays and can play a little bit of defense, which uh, I'm a little skeptical about, <laughs> then it's the Celtics. But I just don't have as much faith in uh, in Porzingis as I as I have in in, in Marcus Smart, honestly, because Marcus Smart Marcus Smart gonna play defense. Mm-hmm. You know he's gonna do that. So I, again, I think I think Memphis. Who, who you got, D Double? Uh, uh, we even ask that question. Well, I I gotta go. I, I think I'm gonna go with Memphis too. Uh, I'm hoping. You know, Porzingis can play because, uh, you know, I like his skill set. Uh, you know, he's a uh, stretch, you know, stretch big man. He can shoot. He has a great shooting touch. He's uh, actually a, a, a real good shot blocker. So, you know, that that's very helpful for the Celtics. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping Boston makes more moves. But uh, I would say uh, Memphis, because of uh, Marcus Smart, you know, he, uh, fits, he uh, feels a need for them. You know, like he said, in Jai's absence and also in uh, Dylan Brooks. And then he's also a, a steadying presence as well. And, uh, you know, he leads by example as well by uh, playing hard at all times. So mm-hmm. so uh, during our conversations, one of the things that we talked about with Boston is that Boston needs uh, a floor general, a distributor mm-hmm. of the ball. Marcus Smart is a good player. He's a great defensive player. But, but Marcus Smart is not a point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, he he doesn't set up the the team like they need to be, and mm-hmm. as good as Tatum is, as good as Brown is, they'd be even better if they had someone that actually put them in the right positions to allow them to do what they do best. Because mm-hmm. um, they're when, horrible decision makers. Exactly, they are horrible decision makers at, at, by themselves. When the when the trade first went down, I thought Boston got Tyus Jones, who I thought was a great would have been a great pickup for them. Because he can do those things. 
He doesn't rely on just scoring. He can score, but he's mm-hmm. his main job is to get everybody involved. Porzingis for Boston is a great player. Um, I think D doesn't like his defense. He plays defense. He plays team defense. He doesn't play mm-hmm. uh, just man-to-man. Um, he's not good at man-to-man defense. But at, when it comes to team defense where he can come out there yeah. and, you know, he, he, he erases mistakes and, and, and block the shot, he's, he's mm-hmm. very good at that. The health is an issue, but all of that still con- considered, I still think Boston, <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, oh, man, I hate to say it. You can say it right. You can say no, it right, no, no, I hate no, saying no, it, go, man. Go ahead and say it. But I'm trying to be true. I'm trying to be true to the question. Trying to yeah, be, be true. true to the question. Yeah, tell the truth. <laughs> but Boston <laughs> with Porzingis is going to be very, very difficult to stop in the East. Um, because now they have that other score that's down low that they really need. So you can't clog the middle anymore. You you have to be you have to be uh, aware of Porzingis when he's out on the on the uh, wing. So you can't clog the middle, which gives Tatum and um, Brown. Uh, Tatum Brown, Brogdon. Tatum Brown, a lot more room to work with. They still need a point guard. <laughs> you, playing, you playing him and Williams at the same time? No. Uh, I'll, I'll play him and him and uh, Porzingis and Horford at the same time, but mm-hmm. not him and him and uh, Williams. Because Williams, I, I would trade Williams. Just no, me. I don't want to get rid of Williams. <laughs> I, I would pray Williams because Williams, Williams, plays, a, Williams plays less than Porzingis. But Williams plays good defense, and then he's a he's a great finisher. So he's he's one of those guys. You need guys like that. Yeah, but I and need somebody hustles. to play. What? Uh, but answering the he question, gonna, he's going to play this year. Answering the question, I, I think Boston helped. Him, I think Boston actually helped themselves out the most with this. Plus, Boston also got. An, uh, a first round and a second round draft pick in a trade. Again, I don't, I don't understand it. No, or did they get two? Two? No, no, no. They got two first round draft picks. Mm-hmm. They got two mm-hmm. first round draft picks from Memphis because that was the one that they traded to um to Detroit, number twenty two. So Detroit gets uh, Sasser. But so they're going to yeah. go farther than the uh, further than the Knicks this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We 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 gonna talk about to say that with right a straight now. face without laughing. We we ain't gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that right now. Although, <laughs> although D, uh, just on on who has the best talent right now, if you play a four on four, <laughs> it would be Phoenix. <laughs> even even if you play a five on five with Cameron Payne, true, talent, it's, still, it's, still, it's still Phoenix. They just be gonna, they just gonna be falling out of the court during timeouts. Timeout, everybody just lay on the court. Hey, they, they, you better start using them timeouts. <laughs> Use all of them. And then time, as soon as timeout over, everybody get up, stand up, play defense. <laughs> timeout, <laughs> using them timeouts, man. Yeah, they're gonna tell them to rest in place. <laughs> right, right. We, right. So uh, those those are those three trades. Um, we are looking forward to a lot more trades. Come uh, June, uh, July first, when they when they call the the uh, legal tampering period, where teams can talk to other players that are um, free going to be free agents. Uh, can't sign them yet, but you can at least talk to them. So uh, we're going to look for a lot more trades to come during that time. Uh, but 
no, we're still sad that the NBA season is over. <laughs> anyway, uh, the season that's about to start is the NFL. Um, we got training camp that's starting about a month. I don't need to ask D. I don't need to ask D. Who he got? But uh, there was a there was a, a interesting question that I heard today. Um, your receiver, D. Um, what's the boy name? You know, I, I know what you're talking about. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Oh, Patrick, who comment? Yeah, Jamar Chase uh, has thrown a gauntlet saying that Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the league by stating Patrick who? (laughs) Mm. So, uh, first off, was that a good thing to say, D? Do you want to poke the bear like that? (laughs) Okay. See, this is is the thing. I hate when this is one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't situations. (laughs) Because the question that was asked of him was Joe Bur- they asked Joe Burrow who was the best quarterback in the league. He said Patrick Mahomes. Okay. They asked Jamar Chase and then told him, well, Joe Burrow said Patrick Mahomes. And he said, Patrick who? So what he was doing was saying, look, Joe, yeah, you might think Patrick Holmes is best, but I think you're better. You my quarterback. Mm-hmm. You, know, you he, my quarterback. You know, the real ones without crying. I was just about to say that. But that's my quarterback. That's my <laughs> quarterback. That's all that that was. Number one. Because, come on, man. I mean, even Jamar Chase, no dude. This cat got two Super Bowl rings. Mm-hmm. He got two NFL, you know, got two <laughs> league MVPs. Uh-huh. Come on. I'm just I'm just rooting for my boy because this is my quarterback. And we go back to college. This has been my boy for years. So and we playing together now. So that's that's everybody knows what that what what that was. But I will say this <laughs> that remember out of the last four games, we are three and one against the Chiefs, mm-hmm. who happened to be my second favorite team because you know my mother lived in Kansas City, took my uncle <laughs> to a lot of Kansas City Chiefs games, right? Uh, so I remember Patrick Mahomes when he was a rookie. I, re- I watched them. I went to no- a lot of games. So I- I'm a fan, right? Uh, but we beat them the last three out of four. And if it hadn't been for that stupid penalty at the <laughs> end of the game last year, we would have beat them four out of four, four of the last four out of the last four with two of them to go to the Super Bowl. Mm. So I- I'm just saying, don't get me wrong. I'm giving the Chiefs all their props. I'm giving Kelsey all his props. I love Kelsey. Mm-hmm. One of the best tight ends. He definitely the best tight end in the league. One of the best tight ends to ever do it. Love, love Travis Kelsey. Love his game. Love his swag. I love all of that. But it's like, come on, man. You you know what y'all you know what that was about. Y'all just trying to start something on social media. You start know. it, man. Start the mess. Come so on, when, mess. When, when Dora was talking about those uh, last four games, I started seeing that Brian McKnight. Should have, could have, would have, yeah. <laughs> Should have, would have. Uh, all right, D. Another question that came out uh, with your team is the running back situation. Uh, 
Joe Mixon, who's in the last year of his contract, wants a new contract. Um, but of course, the Bengals being the Bengals, they don't want to pay him a new contract. But you have they uh they were considering going out on the free agent market and enticing a certain free agent running back who happened to be from uh Minnesota to come to Cincinnati. So the question to you again, D. Who would you rather have, Dalvin Cook or Joe Mixon? I don't know because they both of their injury here histories are about the same. Um, but if I wanted a dynamic running back, like if I if I you know then I'm I'm taking uh, Dalvin Cook, uh, more definitely more exciting, more dynamic running back can do you know. But they do a lot of the same. But Joe Mixon is more of a you know, straight downhill, you know, power running back or whatever. Whereas Dalvin Cook is a little bit more shifty. He can still run between the tackles, though. Um, so I would really kind of, if I had to take Joe Mixon, I'd, I'd stick with Joe Mixon. You know, I, I wouldn't, you know, but if I got Dalvin Cook, I would. But the problem is, this is the thing. In this case, mm-hmm. it's not, I don't think it's just the Bengals. It's running backs, period. Um, I was reading a piece um, where a guy, they were talking about, uh, NFL free agency, and they were talking about the running back. All of these running backs that are still out there, from Dalvin Cook to Ezekiel Elliott to Leonard Fournette, um, uh, to you know, even talking about Saquon Barkley, and they were basically talking about the market for running backs. So it, it's not necessarily that the Bengals don't want to pay running backs. You know, the Bengals don't want to pay nobody. Mike Brown ain't never wanted to pay nobody, but. It's not that the Bengals just don't want to do it. Nobody wants to pay running backs. Um, you know, again, watching ESPN, uh, Mina Kimes brought this up the other day. And uh, she was like that the running back position, the salary for the running back position is the only one that has not increased. No, I think, no, I'm sorry. Adam Schefter gave the one. It was one of the two of them was talking about it, but he was sorry. Uh, I forget which one, but the running back position is the only one that the salary has not increased over the last three to five years, whereas all of the other positions, the salaries have increased except for running backs. So nobody is valuing running backs anymore. So it w- it almost don't matter, Joe Mixon, and no matter where you go, you ain't going to get paid. So the, the thing now is uh, I'm going to draft me a running back. <laughs> I'm going I'm to use him up. If I draft him in the first round, I can use him for five years. I draft him second and on. I can use them for four years, and at right. the end of the end of them four four or five years, I just draft another one. I'm I'm not giving a running back a second contract, which is right. the problem that that um, these players are faced with. You look at Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley was the offense for the Giants. He he did everything. He caught the passes. He ran between the tackles. He ran out outside. He did everything for for uh, the Giants, but. He's looking for a contract that's similar to what they gave to um DMAC that uh 20 million. Well, I think DMAC had like 18 million dollars, something or like that. Or Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Uh, it was uh six, he got 64 mil. I think it was four, four years, I think it was four years, 64 million or Ooh. something like that. Okay. So um but he's looking he's looking for a contract like that, and it's not out there. The the Giants are telling him. Listen, we're going to pay you this $18 million for this one year on this franchise tag, but we're not giving you no long-term contract because we don't have to. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're 
giving all the money to the receivers, to the the linebackers, to the defensive backs. They're not paying those those running backs. So now, I mean, what's why would you want to be a running back? <laughs> now, if the coach tell you to go play running back, you're like, no, nah, put me on the offensive line. <laughs> but I ain't going back there. And, and you know, my, my life, my uh, the the um, your career life expectancy is what? Four years, most at max. At, at running back, yeah, three, three years max. So, three. Um, you know, it's a bad thing. I'm mean, because again, you know, I grew up with Emmitt Smith, Barry Sanders, you know, the running backs like that, Eric Dickerson. You know, mm-hmm. give them the well, ball, let them go. That's it, and that shows you how the league has changed. There, there will probably never be another two thousand yard running back. It'll be a um, a 2,500 yard receiver before before 1,800 yard running back. (laughs) Look, it's 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 kind of crazy that y'all brought up like uh, those old running backs. Why was I why was I watching the old uh, the old Dolphins uh, Super Bowl loss against the uh, 49ers? (laughs) This is early this morning. (laughs) Right. Uh 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 uh. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey making 16 million uh, this year. 16 minutes. Yeah. And um they re- they regretted that. That's why they traded him. That's why they traded him. Right. Right. So right. And and the thing is is that if and that's that was the point that uh Adam Schefter and Mina Kimes were making was that that last contract that Christian McCaffrey got, which made him the highest paid running back, mm-hmm. there hasn't been anyone else to come along in the next three, four years since then. Whenever he signed that, there hasn't been another one come that has gotten a better contract. When that hasn't happened with any of the other positions, somebody else has come along and made more. There's nobody else that has gotten a new contract after McCaffrey that makes more than he does. What did they give Derrick Henry? Uh, Derrick Henry is on this list. Derrick Henry is making twelve and a half million. Wow! And he led the league in, Ru- in rushing what three straight years? He's number four. Uh, in in 2023, uh, the highest paid running backs are uh, Christian McCaffrey at 16, Alvin Kamara at 15, Dalvin Cook at 12.6, Derrick Henry at 12.5, then Nick Chubb at 12, Joe Mixon at 12, uh, Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, and Saquon Barkley. And mm. and they, I think that those figures are based upon if they uh, actually franchise tag them. If they sign the sign the franchise tag, yeah, they sign the franchise tag. Talking about Barkley and Josh Josh Jacobs, mm-hmm. and Tony Pollard. But, but yeah, uh, well, Pollard so, signed his. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that's the thing. They're not valuing running backs anymore. Not the way that they did when we were younger. When the mm-hmm. running backs were really the high. Remember Emmitt Smith sat out mm-hmm. or whatever, and he was the highest paid player in the league. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna happen with running backs anymore. Not happening. So the league has definitely changed. But again, camp starting a month, um, and there's still some other non non uh, running back free agents that are still out there. One being uh, the one of the most dynamic receivers that's out there that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> talking about where where would D hop to next? Right. D hop ain't D he ain't hop nowhere yet. <laughs> right. He had hop. But he can, he can I guess he can afford to at this point. You know. Um, but it but it would seem like he would want to hurry up and sign somewhere because it's going to be somewhere new and he's going to need to go in and learn a new offense. So he would want want to be there to be able to be in training camp at some point or another. But again, 
he waiting on that money that it, it doesn't look like it's going to come to him. And he wants the contract that uh, OBJ got from Baltimore. Right. And uh, Baltimore overpaid for OBJ just to uh, satisfy the the quarterback that they had that was um, unsigned at the time. Right. So, uh, so they had, they had to make it look good, you know, to show them, hey, we trying to do something. If if uh, if Arizona would have released Hopkins prior to that, they probably would have signed him over OBJ, but they didn't. So it was just the the, the timing of his release, and you know, based on that, bro, the money ain't there. Right, money ain't, th- ain't, ain't there. So I don't I don't know what you're gonna do. Uh, whatever it is. Um, we, we always got room for you down in the star. You can always come down there. Holler at us. Holler at us. (laughs) Right. So, uh, uh, you know, (laughs) you say what? I was just sitting here thinking, uh, you know, you try to always try to recruit people to come to the Cowboys, but to be honest with you, even though I mess with you about not wanting to hear about the Cowboys, to be honest with you. That would be great if he came down to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And it would work. It would work if he, if he went if he went to the Cowboys. So with my Cowboys, we actually have cap space. Jerry miraculously has actually um done well when it came time when it came to uh giving out contracts and maneuvering around the, the, the salary cap. He's done pretty well. We actually have money to spend on spend this year. And he's holding it because he's saying he's going to you know, extend some other contracts so you can get even more money. That being said, we have uh, – a uh, they just traded for um, – what's my man's name from Houston? Uh, wow. He's been traded like 15 times. <laughs> uh who the receiver? Yeah, the receiver. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but they just draft. They just traded for a receiver. Uh, Coles, Brandon. Uh, oh, Brandon Coles. Okay, Brandon Coles. Okay, they just I, traded I, for I, him. I wasn't even thinking him at um at Houston. I, I always remember him with with the with New England or the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's because he's been everywhere. He went from everywhere. New England to to the Rams and from the Rams to Houston and uh, now he's with Dallas. He's been everywhere, but. He's not D Hop, man. D D Hop is still. He could still be a number one. He'd be better as a number two, but he could still be a number one. Right. He'd be a great number two, though. <laughs> He'd be right. a great number two. So with um, putting him on on this offense, even though the the thing about him, he he uh, our idiot coach said that we're going to concentrate more on on. <clears throat> running the ball versus passing the ball this year. Since now he's the one that's that's calling the plays. But this is not a running league anymore. We just said that. Right. This is not a running league anymore. You need those receivers that can get out there and you know spread the field, uh keep the defense, you know, on their heels and drive the ball down the field. So that would be a, a one of the that would be the best place for him to go. I don't see – I don't think going to New England is going to mm-hmm. be, you know, good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he might get more money there, true, but he's not going to win anything in New England. 
So, and uh, the other thing we need to talk about. <laughs> Stupid. The other thing we going to talk about, going to put a smile on the Wonder Mouse's face. The Cincinnati Red Hot Reds have won, what, 12 games in a row? Yeah, we lost today, though. Oh, I, I, uh, we were lo- we were losing to the Braves. It was last I saw it was like seven seven five. Uh, yep, uh, they they end up beating us seven to six. We scored two runs in the ninth, though. They tried to it come back. Seven, they tried to come four. back, and that's that's been the thing. Okay, sorry, I don't want to interrupt your introduction. Go ahead, do your introduction. Okay. Do my introduction. All right, the Cincinnati Red Hots <laughs> have been. Balling. I have mm. to give it to them. They're now in first place in the Central. Um, they had a 12-game winning winning streak. Uh, Dorian just told us that they lost today. Um, they have uh, one of uh, actually a history-making rookie who just made history yesterday by being the youngest player to it's ever hit for the cycle. Um Billy Dela Cruz. So D, what's the secret, man? And well, what, what my Cardinals need to do yeah. to steal a little bit of this mojo? They need to keep losing. That's what they need to do. So <laughs> I haven't been able to say. Let me say this. Understand that the last time the Reds were in first place, this late. Now they were in first place before uh, in April of 2021. Come on, the season <laughs> just started, right? In game three, <laughs> right? We we were two and, and we were two and one then. <laughs> like we was undefeated, right? So, but aside from that, the Reds have not been in first place since 2012. Now, if people don't understand, I am a born in Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I grew up in East St. Louis. Born in Cincinnati, my entire family still lives in Cincinnati, right in Ohio. Uh, so I am a diehard Reds fan, a diehard Bengals fan. So I grew up, I'm a 70s baby. So I, when I was, before we, we moved to East St. Louis, I was going to big red machine games, right? Uh, still used to go home before my dad passed to go to, uh, go to opening day in Cincinnati. So we are loving this. I wish my dad was still alive right now. He, he'd be on this podcast right now just to talk about the Reds being in first place. However, this is oh, the thing. Uh-huh. It's always a however with the Reds. They're playing well now because these young cats are playing pretty well uh, between Steer uh, and uh, and Fraley and uh, India. And, of course, we're talking about the, the, the rookie, De La Cruz. We got Votto back, who's also been playing well since he's come back, but he's only been back about four games now. So the thing is, is that, yeah, they played well. They had a winning streak, 12-game winning streak that got snapped. Can they sustain it? We haven't made it to the all-star break yet. They're still young and they still the Reds. <laughs> when all else fails, remember that they still the Reds. So let's just hope that they can sustain this. And you know, and we can really begin to see these young cats develop and really get us a contender again. Uh it's just it's in Cincinnati. I could have been a contender. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's what we want, man. We because the, the last what three years in a row, we have finished butt naked last in the central. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we are in first place this late is great. And then we've been playing so well. So, like I said, let's let's just keep it up. I was talking to my little, little brother, shout out to uh to Jay Hurd. Jason. I was just talking to Jason earlier today. We were talking about the Reds. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I have to give you your, your props right now, man. They've been balling. And they've been exciting. That That's the one thing <laughs> that um, I like about it. You know, they, they've had some very exciting games. Uh, they never give up. They're always uh, scrapping. They won a lot of games when they were losing. Yeah. They came back and won those games. So, um Shout out to your Reds. You know, yeah, it's a it's a it's a little disappointing for me who's who grew up as a diehard Cardinal fan, still a diehard Cardinal fan. Got the tat to show it, but um, <laughs> uh, we're having a hor I mean, absolutely horrible year to to be in the playoffs last year, thinking that you know we really only lost Yachty. Yachty's the only one we lost. Uh, through I'm sorry, Yachty and um, Pujols. Pujols, yeah. We lost Pujols also. But this season has been just disgusting. And he lost today in London. They got whooped by the freaking Cubs in, in London. London. Nine to one. Not bad internationally, too. Thank you, Adam <laughs> Wainwright. We appreciate that. Uh, I can bring that it was the jet lag. It was the jet, jet lag. lag. Yeah. Hey, they need to stay their butt over there. Then. But <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it it just comes from from a from a position of being spoiled. You know, the Cardinals are always in the in the thick of things. They may not win it, but they're always in the thick of things. Um, well, that's, that's it's it's been a long time when my season was over before June ended. It's been a yeah. long time. I think the last time I was like. The 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 late Willie McGee Vince Coleman years, yeah, um, like eighty nine, yeah, in the late eighties when yeah, when nineties uh, when early nineties when when um the the last time that we've been this this putrid, yeah, but that's just what we are. We are so putrid, man. They can't Fella. hit right now. And, at the beginning Fella. of the season, beginning of the season, it was the bats were doing well and the pitching sucked. I bet you then it was the the uh, pitching did okay and the batting sucks. Now is the pitching is is trash and the batting is even worse than that. So I don't know. It, it, it it's just time they need to go ahead and any of the players that we can trade, <laughs> let's trade them. Let's get something. The deadline. Yeah, the deadline is in the, in a month. Let's let's get something because. This team is not going to be able to make up. I think we're fourteen games under five hundred right now, something like that. Some stupid. Um, so I said I'm going to talk about my Cardinals, man. I'm not fussing. Yeah, I'm, they, I'm just, they four, fourteen games under five hundred. You know, I'm I'm not fussing. I'm just you no know, stating facts right now. I, I've given up on the season. The season is over. And with, again, which is horrible because it's still eighty some odd games left. Mm-hmm. So there's there's nothing for the to look forward to for the Cardinals. Uh, I, I'm only looking forward to the NFL training camp next month, and 
uh, no, at least get to to watch the the greatest team on turf, the, the Dallas Cowboys, go ahead and try to win this next Super Bowl. Oh Lord, yeah, you well, know what it is, man. You know what it is. Sticking with baseball, I was just thinking as I was looking up the score. You know, mm-hmm. even though we're not talking about Major League Baseball no more, unless. Uh, College baseball, man. This uh, this LSU Florida game. So uh, I'm, I'm looking at that also. Florida and LSU in the the finals of the College World Series, and it is three three in the bottom of the tenth. So mm-hmm. this is a barn burner. But you know these teams has been playing each other all year. They SEC all SEC final. So this should be real good because Florida had been playing well, hitting bombs, and LSU's playing well, coming off of. Uh, 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 that that victory that they had a walk off, plus the play in the inning before, so this looked like it's turning out to be a, a really good um, college world series. Yeah, I've, I've been watching this game. It's actually it's been exciting. It, it, uh, a couple of homers, but some pretty good pitching for the most part. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll give a recap on that <laughs> on our right. next episode. Next time, uh, by that time it'll actually be over. Because it's the best of three, so we probably right. the the series will probably be over. So we'll be able to tell you who who won. Um, but with that, we've had a a, a different episode today. Yeah. <laughs> Very different episode today. Um, uh, I did want to mention one quick thing that we didn't mention earlier, and then we'll be gone. Bob Huggins. Mm. Well, I, what you know, something it's funny that you was, you were gonna make that transition, kind of to college and these kind of things. I was going I was gonna do it using LSU, <laughs> but you you went there too, out because he was this was gonna come up as well. So go right ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So Bob Huggins, Hall of Fame, uh, college basketball coach, uh, called it quits this week. Did he call uh, it quits, or did they, or did somebody quit him? He, he, it was some quitting he, going on. He resigned, y'all. He resigned. He resigned. So get, let, 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 keep keep the, the, the correct um, title. He did resign. I mean, it was a forced resign <laughs> resignation, mm-hmm. but it was a resignation nonetheless. So he is no longer the coach at West Virginia. Um, this is the same Bob Huggins. Oh, the reason he's no longer the coach at West Virginia is because he couldn't put down the little the little nit. Yeah, he couldn't quit. That's he it. couldn't quit. Somebody fast quit. There was some quitting going on. He, he, couldn't, he quit. couldn't quit fast enough. Couldn't quit fast enough, or or didn't sit there and you know drink a little water oh, as as KG right. said. <laughs> right, right. KG said drink a little water, or as or as Keita taught us, <laughs> drink a little water. Drink a little water. He didn't I do that. I always remember that advice from my sister. For every drink, drink a glass drink a of water. water. Drink a little water. Drink a glass of water. So, uh, but see that—that's the the latest in in transgressions by one Bob Huggins. Oh, because just- a month before he had the the interview, do you tell us about that one? Man, so Bob Huggins <laughs> comes out former Cincinnati. Makes, uh, Former uh-huh. University of Cincinnati uh, basketball coach, uh, in an interview, talking about the rivalry between University of Cincinnati and crosstown basketball rival Xavier, made some very homophobic 
homophobic. Some, some very disparaging homophobic remarks. And we all said then, if they would have fired him, we would have completely understood. We would not have a problem <laughs> with them firing him if they had. But if they didn't fire him, you know, hey, give the man time to rehabilitate himself, you know, that kind of thing, you know, let him show attrition, so on <laughs> and so forth. And then you go out and get a DUI. Well, what it sounds like is, is that they should have fired your ass the first, the first time. time. <laughs> because you couldn't I'm so wait. glad we had this time together. <laughs> you couldn't wait to go do something else to go get fired. So, although I hate to say it, you deserve this one. Yeah. But he it's resigned. Time. It's time he, he go. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and I'm just glad that nobody was hurt. Exactly. Because he chose to go out and, and drink and drive. But yeah, exactly. it just goes to show that they should have fired you the first time. And I and you know y'all know I love Bob Huggins. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that yeah, yeah, you deserved it. It was time. It was time. Yeah, it, so, it was that time. It's so we, did, time. we did miss one more transgression, y'all. Uh oh. <laughs> that was one more transgression that occurred this week. <laughs> Stupid. This this has to be one of the stupidest things. To have come across <laughs> our show in particular uh, since we started. We need a banner that says Hippocracy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it up. Uh, so, one. You got to uh, set up that Mario Brothers for him, too. <laughs> one, Jack Jones. There you go. Jack Jones, the defensive back for the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, Second-year player who actually started eight games last year, or was it – no, 12 games last year for the New England Patriots. Last month, Jack Jones made a statement when um, your boy Ja was going through his little issue. And let me tell you what he said. What he said, at Ja Morant, hmm. dumb. You letting social media and your pride ruin your real money. Put them guns down and run that money up. Make one of your homies sign up for security or concealed carry if you feel like you need it that bad. But you the breadwinner. You got to start acting like it. Yes, that's some good advice. That was last month on great advice. May the 15th. That's great advice, don't y'all think? Yeah, Put some great. guns down and worry about your money. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But wait. <laughs> There's, There's more. more. There is more. <laughs> so on June 18th, 2023, 33 days after his statement, the same <laughs> Mr. Jack Jones, defensive back for the New England Patriots, hmm. <laughs> got arrested. No, say it ain't so. Got arrested. At the airport. Dorin. It was so. It isn't so. Doran, tell our it people what so. this is. This is this is hypocrisy what is finest. Hypocrisy 101. You try to board a plane with two, not one, two, two one loaded two guns. Mm. You just got finished. This is what is called open mouth insert foot disease. Because that's basically exactly what, exactly what you did. You opened your mouth and put your foot 
right at it. So, well, I was going to say, what was he thinking? He wasn't. He, he, it, yeah. It's very, it's very simple. You can't but, even say, "Oh, I forgot it was in my bag." Two of them loaded, loaded. to get on a. They loaded. To loaded. Come on, come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And it wasn't even checked. It was in his carry on. But sometimes you need. Let me stop before we get canceled. <laughs> let me leave that joke alone. <laughs> so let me get so, back. Let me go back out of that door. I was about to walk here, in. Let me go out. Here's the thing. Mr. Jack John, Mr. Jack Jones, uh, I don't know how many Twitter followers you had prior to this, Mark. Cause I don't think I don't think too many people knew you. Oh, he got nineteen thousand followers. He needs the Mario just, Brothers uh, sound. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. But Mr. Jack Jones, bruh, that had to be the stupidest thing we've seen all year. So. <laughs> Mr. Jones, I'm gonna tell you this from everybody here, you're gonna get canceled, <laughs> if not cut, real soon. Real soon. But oh, you know what? People know him now. He cut. People know him now. People know him now. But it you were you were a low round draft pick that actually, you know, you started some games last year. So you were had a you know a good um you had a good uh future ahead. But now you're about to be suspended for a year. This this is his career. This is your career, bro. It's gone. It's gone. It is gone. It's gone. Here you go, D. Breaking news. Jack Jones about to get cut. Oh, I got a cramp in my leg that's killing me right now. Lord help us. You can't do those sudden moves no more. I'm about to, get, I'm about to be on injury reserve in a minute. I'm about to be on injury reserve in a minute. I got a trailer horse in my thigh. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Alive. All right. We're going to end this right now. But <laughs> it looked like it was already ended for you. <laughs> but you know, you know, speaking of other people who don't seem to learn their lesson, Tyreek Hill hmm. being investigated for assault. <laughs> right now, you know, he didn't had a whole lot of trouble with domestic violence before, uh-huh. and now you again. I just, I just don't understand how these cats continue to get themselves in Ooh, these yo. same... I got a chicken horse. <laughs> I'm in pain. Oh. Wait in the water. Wait in the water. Yeah, we got to talk about Tyreek Hill next week. Go get you some pickle juice. Ooh. Get you some Gatorade. I can't move my leg. <laughs> oh, what Tyreek Hill do, D? Tell me about Tyreek Hill. What do he do? He ain't got a Charlie horse. <laughs> oh, Lord. It ain't going away. <laughs> I can't move. 
Y'all ain't right. Y'all have one of the rollers, right? I got a roller? I'm in my basement. All right. Let me stand up here for a second. Oh, no, that ain't good. That ain't good. Nope, nope, nope. Can't do that. Hey, man. Get us out of here. Take us home, D. Get yeah, us take home. us home, D. Come on, Dolan. Get me out of here, bro. Oh, Lord. Hey, so... Because, because we have had a catastrophic injury on the set. <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna go ahead and end this now. We want to thank y'all for coming. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see y'all next week. And if you don't like what we had we said today, kiss it. See y'all later. Don't blame it on sunshine. Don't blame it on the moonlight. Don't blame it on the good times. Blame it on the boogie. Don't blame it on the sunshine. Don't blame it on the moonlight. I don't blame it on the good times. Blame it on the boogie.